ho, ho. Welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club, boys and girls. Your number one stop for jolly reviews of Christmassy volumes, arcs, or stories that us or yourselves choose, if you're good. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and the replay on all podcast networks. Put on your Christmas hat and get yourselves warm as it is time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil, and Scott. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, wherever you're from, whenever you're listening. Welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. My name is Scott. I'm joined by Shane. Ahoy, hoy, ho. And I'm joined by Phil. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you for joining everyone. This week we are going to be talking about Klaus, The New Adventures of Superman, written by Grant Morrison. Uh, <laughs> Superman. Uh, oh, Jesus. The New Adventures of Santa Claus. <laughs> Freudian slip. Klaus, The New Adventures of Santa Claus, written by Grant Morrison, art by Dan Mora, and letterer by uh, Ed Dukeshire. Well, there we go. That's, that's, that's we start, that done out the way. Superman is one of the notes on my list, so you picked up on it too. I did, I did, man. What a great guy. Um, let's go ahead and say hi to who we've got in the chat so far. So Triple G is here. Olreet, thank you for joining, Pete. Nice to see you. Blue Sonic, hey everyone. He was talking to me earlier about how much he's looking forward to uh, to to reading this and talking about it, so I'm glad you're here. Lee is here. Heidi Ho, if Beth is there as well, say hi. Dominic's here, on time. Hey, hey, thank you for joining. Uh, and Connie is here as well. Right, I need to uh, practice this now. She says, Yo! How's it going? Did I nail it? Did I nail it, Chris? Uh, Chris? Phil? What has gone on with you today? It's not, oh, what has gone on? Have you oh, been, go been uh, treated for um, alien weapons or something? I think he's been on the sherry. Yeah. Shall sh- I do that, it again? That was always in my mug. Yeah, go on. Ew. That's what I did. No, it's not. Yours was more like yours was more um posh. Like Oh okay. You know, Yo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh Rich is here, comics versus the world, Merry Nerdmus. Definitely not Herdmus. Damn you, Dino. Uh <laughs> and uh Amy says, Hola And uh, yeah, Pete's got it right there. I'm I've been on the eggnog. Been on the eggnog. Um can I, can I just go back to Connie's comment? Yes. She, she hasn't read this week's book. And I've, I, I know. you follow her on Instagram and stuff, you see the yeah. book she's reading. Yeah. And I was really hoping Klaus would appear because she, like, I think she, like, she needs to read the first book. She needs to read Klaus, the first one. 100%. Yeah. Of yeah. all of the books that she's read with us, yeah. this is the one she's decided to miss. <laughs> what? What? But anyway, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Uh, as I said earlier, we're talking about Klaus. I cannot wait. Um, if. Uh, you do if you haven't read this, Connie, and you do enjoy uh, the way this sounds, um, then do go ahead and click on the Amazon link in the description, buy the book, and we'll get a little bit of money, and we're gonna make sure it all comes back to you. Um, she she also said, um, I'll read it this week. I ran out of time. Light okay. the fire. Have your Christmas tree up. You know, just yeah. feed up slippers, house coat, and just just enjoy. Yes. 
Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, before we crack on, I do have a synopsis to give you. So this book isn't uh, a four or six issue run or whatever. Um, this is just two big one shots. So the first story is called The Witch of the Winter. Is it something like that? Yeah. Yep. And then the uh, second one is called Crisis in Xmasville. Xmasville. Um, and these these are two uh, one shots. And it says. Um, so yeah, so this book was about uh, Klaus coming up against an ice queen who commanded uh, like an army of robotic snowmen made out of enchanted wood. Yeah, that's uh, that's the first story done, and um, uh, you know he was trying to t- save two little children as well. And then the other story was about Klaus fighting an evil doppelganger who was kind of working alongside an evil soda company. Uh, named Polar Cola in a bid to trademark Christmas itself. And Blue Sonic thinks that I've been on the Polar Cola as well. Um, but let's stop me talking, because apparently I need to do that. Um, and uh, Sh- Shane, kick us off, please. What did you think of the book? So, Volume 1 I loved, didn't I? So like we all loved it last year. So I went into this with super high expectations and... They were completely shattered because this was terrible <laughs> from start to finish. I hated this book with a vengeance. The very first page, I'm like, oh, good. It's set in the now times. I am not going to enjoy this. I hated every page. Then we got onto the second story and I'm like, OK, hopefully now we'll go back to the original, like the volume one version of Klaus. And it continued. It's like, no, now we're in the 80s. So I was like, OK, you really hate me. I guess I was a bad boy this year and you ran out of coal. So you gave me this book instead. Dreadful. Absolutely atrocious. Phil, what did you think? Good night, everyone. <laughs> Are you serious? Like... 100%. I absolutely hated this book from start to finish. I hated <clears throat> the characterization of him. They've completely ruined him from the verse volume. I hated that it was in the now time and not in the great mystic time we had in volume one, because I love that world. Like they built this entire world in volume one and then they threw it in the bin and said, now you're in the 80s and now you're in the noughties. Deal with that. And they turned him into Superman from the breaking out of chains to having kryptonite to fighting a bizarro version of himself. He even meets Batman in the Batcave at one point. Absolutely despicable book. I hated it. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Is this what a panic attack feels like? <laughs> okay, right. Let's, let's bring it down a notch. Can we start again? Yeah. You should just start the art these, wasn't but... even that good this time. What happened to Dan Morris? Jesus. Did he just like rush through this? Wow. The first volume is phenomenal. The copy so you was read, so was it like exciting. a bootleg or something? Like. <laughs> Jesus, I mate, I have to 100% completely disagree with you on, like, most of those points. <laughs> what enough. I will what I will say, okay, right, let's, let's calm it down a little bit, okay. Okay, so, the first volume we all loved, fantastic. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll read it every single year. I'll read it to my kids. I'll read it, the kids will read it when they're older. It's fantastic. The first story of this book is definitely a lot lower, but it's not despicable it you know it's it, it has the faults. writing is so, the writing is so bad like no one has a conversation they just say their lines and the lines don't even match up 
at Klaus will say are... something, someone else will say something, and it they're not having a conflict. It's dreadful. There were really, a few really parts bad. like that where it did seem to jump. I thought maybe I skipped a page. So I give you that, but it yeah, didn't it that didn't too. take too much away. What I will say, there was a part in the book, and you're right with the characterization of Klaus. He was very different in that story compared to the first book we read last year. In that there was a part where I think he was getting held captive in like a net or something. And I wrote I wrote this down like uh it's like what what's this? Why do I feel so suddenly weak? My strength fading. And it just sounds like a Marvel Silver Age book, that kind of way he's describing yeah. what's going on. And that didn't happen in the first volume. So I do understand where you're coming from. But the second story in this book definitely saved the whole book for me overall. So I, I preferred that, the first one. I literally really? preferred the first book. Oh, he see, was just a superhero the first story. in both of them. It was literally well, a superhero he is. story. I, yeah, remember so last, yeah. I remember last year I had said, listen, it rem- Klaus jumping on the rooftops, it kind of reminded me of Batman last year a little bit. So yeah. there's no doubt that Grant Morrison's probably taken inspiration from Batman and obviously Lobo's in this book. But I mean, the, the dark version of Klaus is Lobo. We get this, right? So I understand the comparisons and stuff you were mentioning. But I was still, I was, I was still really good. Like I it's... thought the second story was fantastic. Like in terms of one of the comments I remember last year was, Scott, you, you'd, you'd never read Grant Morrison. And no. we were like, this is your first Grant Morrison book, but it's not a Grant Morrison book. This yeah, second right. story was very much a Grant Morrison book. Like the stuff he was thinking of, you can kind of tell he's maybe ingested a few little things to get some sort of creative inspiration or whatever you know and that that's that's prevalent in the second story which i thought was fantastic the first one did lack but i just i'm not in shane's corner one bit i'm more up i'm more up here shane's just like no no despicable jeez i am so shocked because you know i think people know by now we've got our own little whatsapp group and you said you were looking forward to talking about this shane and I was like, all right, okay. Yeah, uh, apparently you were looking forward to absolutely slate in the hell out of this book. Um, Dean's here, everyone. Howdy, everyone. How are you doing? Thank you for joining. Um, uh, okay, and Lee is saying as well, uh, he goes, I mean, it definitely wasn't as good as the first volume, but damn, Shane. Jeez. Um, the first volume set the bar too high. The first volume was phenomenal. Like, so I went in there expecting at least... Like, you know, a couple runs down the ladder for the second volume. I wasn't expecting you to be on the ground, you know, digging a hole and getting even deeper. Do you know what I mean? I, I was expecting, de- like, more than decent. I was expecting good. After after getting great, I will accept good because it's all in the same universe. This just felt completely disjointed. I, I didn't like anything about any of these stories whatsoever. I was I was disappointed myself because I loved the first volume so much. You know, I I tr- I truly am disappointed that I didn't like this book because I was really excited. I sat down, I had my coffee, you know, I got all comfy. I'm like, yeah, it's Klaus time, baby. And then I opened it and I went, oh, oh. And I th- that was I think- my that was me throughout the entire book. I was just like, mm. I think Scott and I are, are a bit flabbergasted. I that's exactly the word, flabbergasted. I am. Um... Like it's not it's not that you didn't like it. It's like. From from what you're just the way you're describing it early early on is like, I feel like you're going to rate Slayer higher than this, already, and I'm just uh, well, thinking at least Slayer was fun, you know, like Slayer had some redeeming qualities. This had nothing. This had nothing to offer at all. What a, what about was... the story where he was he was going on dancer on Dixon on prancer? Yeah. That was fantastic. 
That was such a cool scene. They were just, it was just these wolves and he was just naming them after reindeer. It was like... Yeah, but it... <laughs> it's wolves instead of it just well, even he, he even him on his sleigh wasn't as exciting as it was in the first book the, him on that sleigh in the first book you're like oh look at that and in this it was just color and distraction and blurs and it's like mm. i think you need to read this again yeah, do it mood, again Jean. mate just i don't know this this really upset me because i was should, so looking forward to it and now i'm really not looking forward to volume three <laughs> when we get to that and that's a real shame <laughs> Folks, we're going to go. We're going to reschedule for tomorrow night. Oh, Shane's going to go away, <laughs> calm down a little bit, maybe, you know, and just take his time reading it again and really think about it. Shane, you know. you, you, you've honestly knocked me for six. I, I, I literally, I've just forgotten everything I want to talk about. <laughs> and I'm just absolutely gone. But, okay, so there are people that are agreeing with you, and I'm not not agreeing with you. Blue Tonic, he said, uh, he's read volume one. And it went into this the next day and didn't feel it uh, It was that much of a drop in quality. Oh, okay, maybe he's not feeling like you then. Um, <laughs> so I read Volume 1 again on Monday morning. I read the whole thing back to back and then I read, I read this one yesterday. And I don't think it... It dropped that much. Like, See, like you read them too close together, so but... you still had the good feelings of volume one in your head. That's what happened. <laughs> I read it all today. Sorry? The first book Sorry? and these two stories. I, there's maybe a, a, an element of truth to that. Yeah, but... but... I, I mean, we, I'm able to pick out the faults of some of the stories, but I'm not going to like say it's the worst the worst book I've yeah. ever read. It's despicable. I've never heard you describe a book as despicable, which worries me. It's because it was so insulting. I love Christmas so much, so it was so insulting to Christmas that I think it just like it hurt me to the core to read Jesus. this amazing character brought down to this level, and it like it literally that... hurt me as I was reading it. <laughs> did, did you not get a present from like you wanted one year from Santa or something? You know, what's what's rattled your sack this this week? You know, this book, this book, the first one, the first volume is so good. That's what I don't understand. The first volume is leaps and bounds. Like it, the first book, I love the world, I love the character, I love the art. Everything was pretty much perfect in the first book. You know, it's in our top ten from the first year of our book club. Top it was five. so good. Top five, five yeah, because yeah, it was so good. And then, I, so I was going into this thinking it would be at least, you know, close to that. And I was so disappointed. I can't. Uh, Klaus came eighth last year. Oh, sorry. Oh, eighth. Okay. But still, top um, ten for a Christmas yeah. book. That was really good. I was, right. I'm in top can five we... in my in my picks. I meant that. That's, you know, it was, yeah, it was yeah, my yeah. pick last year. Top five. Um, can we maybe acknowledge the fact that Volume One was seven issues long, and this was two big one shots. You know, maybe it's having trouble with compacting everything he wants into this story. Like, I would have loved to have had both of these stories as six issue stories. I would have loved that. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say anything anymore. This is the thing. We're a quarter of a way in, in the show, and I think we're we're lost for words. No, but I'm really glad that you two love it. I'm really glad that you two liked it. You know, I'm not, I, I would never push, like, I wouldn't tell you that you're wrong for liking it. These are my opinions. This is me personally. And you're I'm wrong for not liking it. it. Yeah. There you Your go. I'm out voting. It's two to one. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. 
but I'm so glad you liked it because I know how excited you both were to read it because I was there with you. Yeah, but... I think only because it's got gold. <laughs> that's that's literally it. No, just... so, shiny. I feel yeah. like we'll we'll move on to the art because you've mentioned the art and you said it wasn't as good. It was rushed. I don't see that. I for the first story, I very much seen identical art to the first book. It what was the second say, story. The first the sec- half of the second story, it I didn't even know it was Dan Moore for the first yeah, half. I thought the same thing. So Christmas and Xmas, Phil. Um, it looks like a different artist, but I think it's more that it's maybe a different colorist. Like it's very different. It looks different. Um, but I think so. Pencils. Santa looks like Klaus looks like Red Hood when you first see him appear. Jason Todd standing there in front yeah. of um, what was her name, Kate. Kate. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought the art was absolutely spot on. I mean, for this book, Dan Moore was nominated Best Penciler and Inker in 2017 for an Eisner Award. He was nominated. But so it definitely shows that it's it's done well, you know, like and obviously we all know that Dan Moore is my favourite artist and um so obviously I'm gonna I think I'm gonna be slightly biased there, but it is, you know, it's so clean the way he draws, and I've always loved that. Um, and I just, I just don't know what else to say. Um, the, the. <laughs> but there was a difference though, between me. the two stories, wasn't there? There's the, there's a, a noticeable difference between the two. Yeah. And art. Yeah. And I don't, it, I can't quite like, nail, put the nail on the head what it actually bit, is. I don't know. A bit, a bit, um, a little bit scratchier, maybe. Yeah. That's why I thought it was maybe a different artist, but the story definitely says Dan Mora on both. But you're right, there's a lot more kind of cross hatching or whatever it's called. And but then yeah, when I got to that book, I, I did have to go back. I was like, did that is Dan Mora the only artist in this book? So like, I went back to make sure, and I was like, I don't understand. This look yeah. doesn't look anything like his art. And then well, halfway through, it jumps and it looks exactly like Dan Mora's art. One thing I couldn't find was the release date of. I'm assuming the two the two stories were a year apart maybe yeah i th- so this book was out in 2016 i think uh that was in this story the whole st- the whole uh, the whole volume no 2018 this was out so the first story was out in 2016 okay so i feel like maybe... they should have put them around the other way though in the book time wise like have it run linear rather than jump back to the 80s after the present day story yeah um I don't know if that, that if the intention was to always create one book with two, you know, or else they just wrote two separate stories and went along mm-hmm. with that to put into into a hardcover. Um, uh, I would imagine that's the only that's the reason why, and that's why the timeline is kind of jumpy. They do refer to Polar Cola in the first story, so I'm the wondering Polar Cola Wars. Yeah, the Polar Cola. So I'm I'm wondering if like you know that he's written this story, he's 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 thought of himself all oh, Coca Cola, Polar Cola. You know, who owns Santa, obviously. And I thought, like, well, that's a funny play in words. And then once he wrote in the book, he probably thought to himself, what can I do here to just write about Polo Cola? And he just thought yeah. of this. So maybe that's why the ti- suggests the timeline. Um, But you're right, so it's like in terms of, like, you know, modern day and obviously in the 80s. But it did jump to the present day at the yeah. end, the very end. Yeah. She was, she was telling her story from her time in the 80s. Because there was I a like lot of that. that, wasn't it? Like the narration in that story yeah. was uh, her recounting it, wasn't it? And um, I like that the fact that she, yeah. the, the narrator, was wasn't close as opposed to the first book. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Um, should we get onto our pages? Yeah, please so have a have a break. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Shane, we'll start with you. Just get it done. <laughs> okay, so this is when I my soul died inside when I saw Klaus rock up to the Batcave. 
I was just like, oh, I'm done. I'm I was so looking for the that. giant coin, to be honest. In this. Man, he's even got the dinosaur in the background yeah. and the Batmobile. I'm like, come on, really? Like, oh, yeah. Um, I picked it because, yeah, there was, wasn't really any other page I wanted. <laughs> and that's it. It's nice, though. It's nice to look at, isn't it? It is nice. Like, yeah, it's, it's all cool done well. Like, the art itself is great. It's just the actual, like, imagery of a Batcave just broke me. <laughs> there's, there's something else I really like about it, and there's yeah. a few pages off it. I don't know what it is. I really like to see Santa with a gun. Like, it's just a really <laughs> weird thing. Because the ones with the handgun, there's, there's an image of one with, like, some sort of automatic rifle. It's just, like, just a really odd thing to see, like, Santa with a gun. You know? It's cool, though. It's cool, yeah. though. Uh... We'll go. We'll go uh, clockwise. So, uh, Phil, here's yours. Oh. I had to. Yeah, I had to. So this, this is, this is, this is Lobo. Um, as you can see, <laughs> this is the dark version of Klaus. Um, was he? A, he was. He was a dark version. Like doppelganger. He was, he he? Doppelganger. Yeah. Like. <clears throat> and so the, he's killed um, the werewolf, which is called Lily, and he's drank the blood. And this is the scene where, when I turned the page, I was, I was pissed off to be honest. Like. You can't kill, can't kill the werewolf. You know, and for like five seconds, I was a bit, I was a bit annoyed, and I realised, well, they probably will bring her back. They're not going to kill her off but completely. Can I say something? This is set in the, this is set in the eighties, so we knew she oh. was fine because we saw her in the previous story. So you look at this page, and you're like, meh, see. she's fine. I didn't even put it together, Shane. Well done. Well, I'm not that bright to see. So. There's no, there's no stakes in the second book. That's the whole point. Like it's set in the eighties. There's no stakes because we know he's fine. Decades later. Yeah, but it's, it's just telling it's just really the story. Really bad storytelling. It's, it's really good storytelling. <laughs> when anyway. there's no stakes and no threat, there's no. It's not a good story. So obviously, yes, they they they, they he, he killed Lily and drank her blood. But I, I really like the panel at the bottom. That's actually one gripe I do have. That panel where they're clashing, I think, should be bigger. I'm not saying a double page spread or anything. Yeah. It should be. It should be a. A lot bigger on, on the page than that is. I thought that looked really cool. Like them coming together for the first time, and I think it was the first time. Yeah, it was. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was really cool. And like I say, the Lobo character, I call him Lobo, but it's you know, it's not him, obviously. I, but I called him Bizarro Klaus. Yeah, yeah. but uh, he just looks cool. There's definitely and, a uh, few like you can tell if you've read other stuff drawn by Dan Moore before. You can tell there's like hints of once and future in there. There's mm hints of Power Rangers in there as well with the cape and stuff like that and you know he's got a style um, he's got great but... style oh, I love yeah. his faces oh, a but positive yeah, but... comment Whoa. <laughs> calm down, calm down. <laughs> but I, I I do agree that the second issue does seem there's something off about it it's not as it's not, it's not as clean it's not yeah it doesn't feel like it's him it doesn't feel like it's Dan Mora but Maybe there is an explanation for that. Maybe he was just going for a different style. Who knows? I think he, he was just try, just trying something different. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll do mine, and then we'll go back on some comments then. So uh, here is mine. This was probably my favorite part of the whole story. So this is in the first story where he, um, you know, he's struggling against the the White Witch, and he says, "All I need is one word," and he says the word "awaken," and then all of these like wooden Santa clauses from other you know uh, regions and areas and times that he had to create to kind of fill in for him uh, and then they all kind of animate and they just get ready to fight and I just love that kind of 
just all of the poses on them just the group of them and it just looks really cool and this was definitely um it was it was an exciting moment for me to 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 see that and i felt it and i really enjoyed that and it just looks great all the designs of them as well the guy in the front in the green that's like that's the ghost of christmas present isn't it from a christmas carol <laughs> oh, that's what oh, he always looks so. like don't think so <laughs> like the one in the green the one with the ch- the, ch- the the sex pack and the big the big chunky yeah. kind of packs yeah no, he was he you know they were all seen him like he was called the father. He was the only one who recognized the name off. He was called Father Christmas on his wee statue. Well, yeah. I don't know what the other ones were called. Maybe they're like kind of Norwegian names or something. They're all yeah, so he different. was called Father Christmas. The one front left, he's called Sinterklaas. Uh, the the topless one, he's he's called uh, uh, Moose Gorilla or Gorilla. Uh, yeah. The funny uh, thing is, so whenever I seen that, the first the first thing you seen them and they were statues. I was I was adamant that was Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like it's Gandalf. Like it, it really What's is Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so I sort of think so. Why why have they got like other fictional characters? Because they have referred to kind of like Pinocchio and Geppetto and stuff. So I was like thinking, are they bringing Gandalf into this? Like what way? What, what what's he doing? You know. Yeah. Obviously, it's not Gandalf because then I seen the names of the on their kind of pedestal, whatever you call it. And yeah. But yeah, definitely Gandalf at the start. Ahoy, hoy podcast listeners. Shane here. I just wanted to separate you from the herd for a second to let you know that you can now email the show at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. If you want to share your thoughts on this or any of the books we've read so far, or if you'd like to suggest a book for us to read on our viewers pick, all you have to do is email us at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. Now, back to the herd. Yeah, okay, well those are our pages. Um, some good points, some bad points. Um, uh, Highland G, you turned up a bit late, but hey, thank you for joining. Hey. Um, so something made me laugh earlier that Lee said he said Shane's kryptonite is Klaus Volume 2 Scott's kryptonite is Shane's opinion on Klaus Volume 2 what is Phil's kryptonite so, uh, to be fair it's going to be Liam because I think uh, seeing the comment later on down I'm, I think we're going to have to block him when we're coming to scoring time <laughs> okay. he has to, um, Blue Sonic says he really enjoyed it don't get me wrong but Volume 1 was better but that was 7 issue run against a 2 one shot which yeah. is something I think is uh, a hindrance on this um and i don't know what the rush was maybe he wasn't allowed to do a full story again but i would have loved another six seven issue run of this you know i just beef it out a bit you know i, I would have really liked that uh and then um okay we'll go into liam's um he agrees with shane that the uh story should have been the other way around so it was a linear volume um and he goes, man, watching this making me realise I didn't like the volume as much as I thought. Okay. And then uh, he also says, the whole Klaus in the back cave worrying about Lily for it to be brushed off with a, don't worry, Scotty beamed her up. Just felt really lazy and pretty sure it's not the only example there as well. Um, yeah. You guys are ruining this for me. Yeah, like I, I, I don't I'm... like it. I'm going to go home. <laughs> um, and Highland G is saying the stories are... Uh, each looking at different aspects of Santa's mythos. Uh, it's like their focus was to explore Santa, the concept from a different angle each time, rather than having a continuous story. Yeah. That's what didn't work for me. I wanted Klaus back. Volume 1, I wanted it set then, and I wanted the continual adventures of Klaus. That's, that's the thing. kind of what I was promised. If you look but at this the covers, is called that's the what new I adventures of yeah. Klaus. New! That, that's the thing, like... When you are comparing to the first book, it's going to be poor, right? And I think maybe you were were expecting 
a hell of a lot more in comparison. I mean, you didn't get it. You kind of oh, the whole book's terrible. It's despicable. I don't know. It's just it's weird. That like it's not. I don't. I don't think it's that much of a drop. In, it is a drop in quality, but I don't think it's that much. Um, but also, I do like the idea of the first book, obviously being like a lot simpler. This did get a bit complicated as well at times. I mean, you're trying to kind of reintroduce Santa into like the '80s and then the modern day and. Like, I don't really like the Santa and the modern day stuff myself. I prefer the old kind of traditional, you know, snowy castles, you know, wooden houses, whatever. And uh, I think when you try and incorporate that in the modern day world, I don't, I don't, that's why old Christmas movies outlast the new, the new stuff, you know, because it's just, that's the way it is. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely an element to that. Um, the writing, though, the writing was so bad. It was just inconsistent. You like half of it was incoherent. They were just talking at each other about different things, but they're in the same panel as if they're having a conversation. You're like, what's going on here? They're just talking. There's just words coming out, and it means nothing. I like what <laughs> words. What I thought you're you're, you're kind I like of right words, in a way. Not in that order. <laughs> see, see, whenever um, I can't find it at the minute, but whenever um, Lobo had his kind of like monologue, he had like three pages all to himself. I thought that was fantastic. Like I thought that was oh, really creative. I found half of what he was saying really hard to read. It was they tried to do it like the Bizarro version, like where he's simpling down the language and he's like dumbing it down to just say words and miss words out. But mm. it, it was incoherent half of it. You just couldn't make out what he was trying to say. You had to reread it. But then you have like Klaus talking to um, Geppetto. That's where you had the biggest issue. They were both just talking at each other. Klaus was like, oh, but you, you were this and you were that. How are you alive? And he's like, and then I had to make the soldiers for her and I'm made of wood. And he's like, yeah, but you were a good person. And he's like, and they are, they're all made of wood just like me. And it's like, you're not having a conversation. You're just saying words at each other. What is happening here? <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was so badly written. I was like, this isn't the same writer. This isn't the same team. I was like, who's taken over this book and slapped the wrong names on it? <laughs> To be fair, the whole Geppetto storyline didn't add a lot for me. Like you're right, that like their relationship, uh, you know, like Geppetto and Klaus didn't mix. Well, we like, don't know. We we didn't see it. So when why do we care that his old friend is dying? You didn't show us anything between them. He's like, oh, you were my apprentice, and I love you. And it's like, but you didn't show us. You're just telling us. Why do I care? Burn him. I don't care. I don't know this character what's what's for me to care about you haven't showed me any interaction between them growing up there's nothing <laughs> well if you're gonna make it out like it's super duper sad that he's dying in his arms i want some <clears throat> connection between the characters not a throwaway that's, line that's one of the reasons why the one shot is to its own detriment the fact that like geppetto's obviously made from enchanted wood by himself and the fact that they hold like, a torch to him he melts and mm. it produces his years but they explain that very quickly. Like there are other things they could have maybe branched out slightly more. Things like that. Yeah. Um, like why does that, why at the end does the witch then turn into the witch of spring? Why couldn't she have just done that instead of being an evil cow throughout the entire book? And she didn't really speak through the book, did she? No, that's one of my one of my notes. Yeah. Witch doesn't talk, and then spring witch. What the f? What she just <laughs> becomes the spring witch? What what? Santa's like, don't be bad, and she's like, okay, I didn't think of it like that. I'll just be the spring witch then. Wow. I feel what? like I feel like all of these characters that have been used in the story have come from you know legends and myths that we all know 
in the real world anyway. And I just, I'm just putting it down to Grant Morrison not having enough pages. Well, then he should have stuck to the universe he created and not tried to put him in another time. You have the world, you built the world, we love the world. Just do a one shot set in that world. Then you don't have to do any work. Then we know all the characters. We know where he's at and we'll enjoy it. You've taken him out of his element and just dropped him somewhere else and expect us to care. That's not how it works. Without any build up, why do I care that he was on the moon for decades in in Luna? What was it? Uh, Luna, 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 Luna chains. Yeah, yeah, that saps all his powers and then he breaks out of them like Superman and swings a tree like Superman and gets his powers taken away by kryptonite. Sorry, I mean by bad feelings like Superman. And it's like, this is not this is not Klaus. This is not the Klaus you gave me. And now you just you gave me steak and now you're force feeding me. Spam. So the first That's book was did. about spam, not, not even like bacon spam. Like going the that fir- far. The back. first book was about Klaus finding himself, finding out who he is, what he's capable of, what he's supposed to be doing, why he was born, and all this. And then this is about you know him having found himself, knowing what he can do and what he's capable of, and that's why we have the the stronger version of him. You know, he he held something massive in the first story. I can't remember what it was now, but he he was holding something above him um but you know like this is just a character development this is we we you know he's aged a lot we now he knows what he's capable of we're learning now we're seeing now what he's capable of and um i think uh it's a good book don't don't forget shane at the end of the first volume he his wife grew old and died you know, yeah. the sons, or the, well, the Jonas, the son, he grew older and he set off on his way for new adventures. Yeah. So it was common. Which is what this know. book should have been. <laughs> no, that's, 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 this, this is this is a new adventure. This just happens to be a couple thousand or whatever years in the future. <laughs> like, that's okay. And there's space aliens. And oh, they're treating. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't get me in. Don't get saved. No, don't get me started on the space aliens. Don't get, this no, could no, just no. go ahead, Shane. Take it away. The oh, boy, the space aliens. Tell us what you God. think. Don't hold back. Anything like don't, just let go. Don't worry about us. Just go I don't really it. fancy talking tonight, anyway. So, <laughs> so you've got the CEO of the Polar Cola Corporation who wants to. He wants the monopoly on Xmas. He wants to take religion out of it. He doesn't want the Christ. He wants the X. So he wants Xmas. So he decides the best way to do that is to feed children to aliens to get some weapons from the aliens that was brilliant for world domination yeah but he doesn't he doesn't want world domination he just wants the monopoly on christmas he doesn't want the world he just wants people to celebrate his holiday instead of christmas and the best way to do that is by shooting people in the face and nicking their kids so smart it's it's not it's not real it's fictional it's a story (laughs) it's okay like like when i first read that sentence like you know uh you know we're, we're trading children in exchange for alien weapons like that's that for me that's grant morrison right that he just thinks of something wacky in his head and starts writing things down and just goes over that doesn't really go back to think it over he just does it and, and what, um what uh, are the chances that the aliens just happen to be a bizarro version of klaus no there sure was other aliens oh was, yeah those little yeah. ones in the bottom yeah. oh yeah yeah they didn't have a big prominent role to be fair in, in the story <laughs> not really anyway but um 
there, listen, there are obviously a few things we could pick at, not to your extremes, I don't think. There was something I noted down, we're way past it now, I'll just mention it. In the first story, when the, the, the father who came in, dressed as Father Christmas with the presents, knows his kids are missing and some sort of a gust or whatever is brought in claws, like, and like, I'll help you find your children. The first thing he says is like, how do you really deliver presents all around the world in one night? Like that yeah. shouldn't be his first thought. So that that did start off quite weird. It's like, well, this is going to be bad just based on that. It got better, you know. There's no question. Um, but yeah. I have a question. Yeah, <laughs> but that, but that, but that was Several. the like the point of that line. I think was the fact that because he said, oh, "I don't have the time. I had to create other Santas," and then that's where we see all the other Santas as the statues later on. So I feel like there is method in the madness. Mm. Um, can we read some comments? Yeah, we'll do that. please. Uh, so <laughs> Highland G, he says, he enjoyed the Polar Cola story more than the wit- uh, the Winter Witch story. The main thing that threw him was Klaus uh, coming in uh, at the start asking for help. Then the man offers to join him, but Klaus knocks him out. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, Chris as well, he says, um, if I know anything about Morrison, this book, uh, like all of his books, are exactly how he wants them. If they are two pages or 400 pages, sometimes it hits, sometimes not. But in his head, it's exactly as it should be. Um, and I I guess it's the kind of thing like, well, you know, this is how I want to see it. If, like, if you if you can't see it my way, then whatever. Like, he's happy with it. And I guess that's, yeah. he, that's He's fine. the one telling the story. He's telling us what he wants to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Lee he says it did very much feel like Grant Morrison had actual plans for volume 2 but for whatever reason wasn't allowed to do another 6 or 7 issue run so knocked these out with intentional gaps and questions there was one thing I liked at the, at the start of the first story where he was talking about other things that he had gone off and done um, so I'm really hoping that they kind of get expanded on in like in the third volume or you know if they yeah. ever do any more in the future but uh, I do hope that kind of stuff gets expanded on, but it's also cool to to kind of, you know, know that he's done other stuff, and then you know, just with a quick line, we just he just went, I did this, and straight away, I'm imagining how that whole scenario kind of played out, you know. I think there was a bit much of that though, because they constantly mentioned the lunar solar, the lunar civil war, like in both of the stories, they mention it, and you're like. We'll show it. That sounds more interesting than both of these put together. Show me that. <laughs> well, we haven't read volume three. Maybe that's what volume three is. And I, I kind of hope it is. I'm going into this thing and I'm hoping there's some sort of uh, the story is about the Lunar Civil War, to be honest. I, that's, why, that's why I want to see more now because I can't mention or... two stories and then not, not give no. us it at some stage. That or I want the story of Kate in 1935 and how she got that pop gun. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of things that you'd like to see expanded on, and I like that. Yeah, he's he's given himself all this room to you know to expand if he's given the opportunity to as well. The thing, the thing too about I I always like whenever things come round again. So, um, what I mean about that is like so they 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 referred to the imagination like they were removing the kids' imagination. Yeah, uh, that like of their power or whatever it was, but then at the end. Whenever you see Kate at her book signing, she basically says she has no imagination. This is not a fictional story. As in, this is I don't have imagination, so I'm telling the truth as I seen it yeah. or as I know it. I thought that was quite cool. That it comes around that way again, and uh, I do like to see more of the, 
people, not just close, like of Kate and so on, or not Kate. No, we were both called Kate. The granny was called Kate. What was the, what was the girl? The other girl called? I can't remember um, what it was called. I didn't write her name down. That, that's who I was referring to when I called her Kate. But like, yeah, I would like to see more of Kate as well. And then obviously, um, maybe some of the kids again here and see more of their kind of story too. Maybe involving close. I, I don't know. In the first story, the little girl with the magic ice pendant. Where'd that come from? What was that about? The, the well, obviously, that the, obviously the witch give her so she's yeah, just in her and her and her boat no, has my backpack no it was her mother's why did her mother have an enchanted icicle what? necklace that she no. gave the little girl what are you on about the little girl that gets taken at the beginning in the no, first book i know what you're on about but what are you right. on about she, she's got a pendant it's a snowflake around her neck she says yeah. oh it'll bring us luck and then all of a sudden it's super duper magic and strips klaus of his powers go on have a quick flick am i the only <laughs> one that read this book <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing like this the, that plan was like years in the making you remember abducting those kids at that time at that right moment that was all planned out you know by the yule lads it's good to see the yule lads make a second appearance in, in two weeks yes. Boom, i don't know <laughs> no exactly it's just not explained it's just know. it's just this MacGuffin that's just there and he's like oh I need a way to strip his powers oh I gave her a necklace that'll do it <laughs> just okay, too many yeah. MacGuffins too many plot holes and then the day is saved by don't be evil okay I won't uh, I'm so disappointed oh, why, why am I I'm persuaded by Sheehan to not like this book I'm disappointed this is a first I think for, but, for all of us. Can we just sit here for the next five minutes, just quiet? Can I honestly here. say, though, I, I can honestly say I've not looked forward to reading a book as much as I have volume two of this. Like, all the volume twos we've done, this is That's the one it. I've looked forward to reading to the most. There you go. And that... that, that so that's you what's wrong. It for yourself. Yeah, I think you've overhyped it. Well, no, I'm volume one overhyped it. I'm not saying you would have enjoyed it if you didn't overhype it. I don't know, like, you know, if you were expecting a little bit less... You Maybe had slightly... I read this first and then read the volume one, you know, like because you can read it out of time now. It doesn't matter because they completely <laughs> screwed up the timeline. Do what you want. Read whatever issue you want. Don't bother. Skip that one. Read that one. It don't matter, does it? Because mm. it's all a bit of nothingness. So if I'd have read this one first, maybe I would have enjoyed it, but I didn't. So there you go. <laughs> <sighs> Next one set in 2055, and he's got lasers. <laughs> Woo! Ugh, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I, I hope, listen, since far viewers and people who watch this after, obviously, you know, you have the Nerd Herd or the Herd's Choice in a few weeks. I'm hoping somebody picks volume three Me now. Me too. Just to have you read it. <laughs> just, if I read two of these books in a month, I, I'm, no, I, 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 I want you, Christmas. <laughs> if we do get, if it does get picked, I want you to go back and read from the very start again. Just, do, just you know, just get in Can a better mood. Can I skip volume two? I'll read no, volume no. one again. All Can of I it. Skip <laughs> Just reread it all. So somebody pick volume three, please, for our no, first. No, not so. somebody pick. Everybody pick. Yeah. <laughs> volume three. Just have a whole wheel of class. <laughs> <volume. laughs> yes. Please, please. But um, you know what? I've I've really looked forward to speaking about this today. Um, it's not been the best week for me, but <laughs> it's real Scots. Is <laughs> I am. I love this book so much. It made me very happy yesterday, this book. And um, I've, I was really looking forward to talking about this today. And I am just gutted. 
I'm so sorry. But you I'm, glad let you me. I'm glad you, you enjoyed have, it. You should have let me go first because she set the tone straight away. <laughs> that was the tone of the show. And we haven't been able to kind of bring it back up. Really again. back. You know, really yeah. back. Um, well, if the book was good, you would be able to bring it back, but you didn't. Cause you, so I'm, I'm not I'm not saying it's... I'm just saying if, if it was a great book, you two would have been able to bring this straight back up, but you... I I agree <laughs> that volume one is a lot not a lot better. It's just it's a bit better than this book. But a bit. Yeah, a bit better. Like because this was still a great, fun, enjoyable book. Yes, it was compressed and a lot of things was quite fast paced, but that's what happens with one shots and you know, it's it's basically an annual, isn't it? That's what's happening. It's just yeah, Christmas, yeah. I just Grant yeah. Morrison has just done. You know what? I'll do a Klaus annual. That'll keep people happy. And you know, but, I I'm guessing because he's done like done them year with a year in between them, he can he can jump back and forth through through time periods because it's just filling gaps. You know, it's like okay, now I'll do a, an eighty story. Now I'll do a present time story. And maybe it wasn't the best uh, option to put those two stories in a book together. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I I do wonder if um, he even intended to write this story. I get the the impression I get with it being two like separate annuals or such that maybe like you know it's here. Someone give him a phone call. Say here it's like it's, it's October. Do a fancy just in a wee Santa book for Christmas. Here's some cash. It's like all right, and just wrote the book. I don't. I like to think I'm giving a bit more credit here. I like to think if somebody's going to create a book. They would want to do more than what's here, so I do think it is rushed. But I think it was more the case of that they've probably come to him and just offered it just just a one shot, just do it. Here's the cash, go in, do it, and come back. And that's what I'm thinking. Not that I know anything, obviously, but um, but yeah, I yeah. I am with Scott. I enjoyed them for what they were. Um, on their own right. I, one honestly, like I hand on heart, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I would never want to take away anyone's enjoyment. That's why I didn't mention anything when I because I read it first. I read it on Monday, didn't I? And I when I yeah. messaged and I asked if anyone had read it, I stopped right there. I didn't say. Yeah, anything. but you were like, yeah. oh, I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty cause... sure I didn't say that. And I, I had said in our in our group <laughs> chat as well. I said I reread the first book, and mm. I it almost brought me to tears. And Shane, I think Shane, maybe you thought I meant I the first missed, story. Yeah, I thought you meant the first story. And all you, all you replied like was like, what question mark, exclamation mark. I was like, <laughs> like why could that bring you to tears? Yeah. It's so bad, it makes you cry. Like, you know, and uh, I also meant the first the first book oh, that I reread. I read all three, all three stories today. So, uh, yeah. Well, you've uh, read volume three as well. Oh, sorry, no, the the, the, the three stories that were two oh, of right. in the sorry. first one. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Volume three is going to be read in two weeks. Trust uh, me, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> Klaus three is going to happen. Guys. I, I see it there. The Funky Gibbons volume three crew hashtag. There we go. Um, Island G has put up a comment to saying book three is a one shot and a calendar for those interested. They only bring out one issue a year now and they get collected in hardcovers later. So they're still a bringing calendar? out for the sums of it. Yeah, what, what does that it? mean? What do you mean? Is it just like, is it just a class calendar? Like you open like, it and it's just a it's calendar. Like sexy poses of course. Sexy like, close. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Ten out of ten. Sexy calendar. Yeah, I'm in. You got. See, that's how you get me. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Can um, I just say as well that the, the Father Frost character, which you thought was Batman, I thought he was quite a handsome chap. 
except Nana's kind they, of like leather. They were all very handsome. The yeah. one from Scott's picture, like all the yeah. different Santa Claus is very handsome. Chappy. But even the, the Gandalf looking character. Well, no, not the Gandalf one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all look great. But I mean, they're all, yeah, all very handsome. But Klaus is absolutely stunning, isn't he? Like, he's a very handsome man. He, he is, always he was, is. wasn't he? Oh, he's gorgeous. He's a good yeah. He is. Look at that. Absolutely. I mean, shouldn't give me like naughty thoughts about Santa. That's a not, <laughs> shouldn't do that. But he's very handsome. <laughs> uh, uh, thoughts and scores, boys? Should we, should we move on to that? Um, everyone in the comments, please do let us know what you rate this book out of 10. And uh, we will go ahead and get the scores from all of us as well. So um, we'll ignore Shane and then we'll just go for me and Phil. And ignore uh, Liam as well. Yeah, we'll ignore Liam as well. And yeah. then, yeah. So um, go on, Shane. What, what, what did you think? Tell us your score. I oh, bloody love this book. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, disappointed in most things about it. Um, like I, I've said everything there is to say, uh, all my notes, it was just, it lost all the magic and the wonder that the first volume had by setting it in today's times and the 80s. Like I just, I wasn't interested. That's not what I wanted. The world was so well done in the first volume. Mm. I wanted more in that world. I loved ev I loved the designs and everything that that world had to offer. So that's what I wanted. And the covers cheat you because that's what you think you're still getting in this book. There's no skyscrapers or any or mobile phones on these covers because they know they know you're not going to pick this up otherwise. So they trick you into reading it. Um, so I scored the I scored them both separately. Um, I scored the first one a four and the um, second one a two. So averaged out, it's a three from me. Mm -hmm. Phil, two seconds. I'm just changing Shane's name on screen. <laughs> <laughs> to bar hamburg. Should be bro. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, I can't. I agree with some of Shane's points. There's no. There's no question. Like he wrote, like the, the the magic and the wonder from the first book. You're right. This wasn't as magical and as wonderful as the first book. Um. And I also was kind of expecting it to have that same aesthetic, that same feel of being like in the olden days in some snowy village off Norway or wherever it's going to be. So, and we didn't get that, obviously. I don't, like I said once before, I don't like the kind of Santa in modern day times. I don't think it works. It's like even the movies, it doesn't work for me. I prefer the old traditional styles. I mean, when I say old, I don't mean like, you know, the year 500. I'm talking about the, the 19. 50s or something you know like that old you know but obviously this was obviously set in more modern days um the two stories were very different i, I, I did think of the first story um the, the witch of winter i did think klaus was written quite poorly in terms of he seemed a bit weaker like not as cool and not as kind of like he knew the score what was happening he wasn't in control if you know what i mean um but also the kind of witch didn't really speak apart until she transformed into the spring witches as Shane called her um the second story I thought was fantastic and definitely saved this overall volume in terms of a more re respectable score and um I loved it I thought it was fantastic the second book the second story and that for me is Grant Morrison and I wanted more of it 
and I'm hoping Volume Three delivers something along those same lines. Um, there's nothing else I could say apart from I think Shane's score three is really bad. I want to give us a ten to kind of make up for it, but I'm not going to do that because it's not a ten. It's not mm-hmm. anywhere near as good as the first book. Ah, what did I score this here? Let, let me think strategically. How did I score this to kind of work out Shane's? I'm, I, in all fairness, I, the first, the second story I give an eight. And the first story I give a six in my, in my head. So I'm going to average it out. I'm going to give us no, I'm going to go one more 7.5. 7. 7.5. 7. That's well, I did go up a point. I will tell you, I did go up a point after our discussion. So you did get it up a whole you point. Up, you were going to give it a two. I've got two on my notes. Shane, yeah. we need to have a God. word. This was never going to be a two. Like, like Doctor really... Strange, think of Christ- <laughs> yeah, Christmas think Carol of last year. Like... Like, you know, yeah, but uh, it's oh, because of the lack of enjoyment and the disappointment. They, I mean, it, it's like waking up on Christmas morning and you, there's not coal in your house. You know, your house is on fire. That's what it was. It, just, it did. There was nothing. I think it did miss a beat in terms of it. It didn't really touch on the joy as much. Like, like the, in the first book, the children getting the toys and overcoming all that. So that, that's something else to add. You, you don't get that element of joy in this book as much as the first. So fair play. Okay, so uh, Liam's given us quite a lengthy comment here. So he says, I came into this episode with a 7 or a 7.5 in mind. As I've said, the discussion has pushed it down. However, I still enjoyed it. And when uh, when you distance them from the first volume and look at them as the spin-off one-shots that they are, and then they're, they're still good little stories, writing was a bit lazy at times, but otherwise it wasn't bad. So I'm going to go with a 6 out of 10. So that's what he's gone for. Hanan G, I'm going with a seven. It's still a fun book, and I enjoyed the wild stories with fun art. Not as good as book one. Uh, Blue Sonic, I really enjoyed it, uh, but as I said earlier, it wasn't as good as the first volume. I do wish they continued the original story, but I still uh, liked it for what it was, uh, for what it is. I'm going to give this 7.5. And Dominic, he's not giving it a score. He just says, I think this was the first episode that had such divided thoughts. Makes me want to read it myself. <laughs> Yeah, you, you okay. Need, you, you read it. I recommend it, this book, this title to everybody, to be honest. Should, the mate, first yeah. book and the second. Um, okay, so time for my score. Um, I came into this episode really excited and looking forward to talking about it and um, because it just made me feel very happy and warm and i don't know i just i just enjoyed it a lot yeah it's not as good as as volume one but this was i think was just a really fun way to explore the kind of adventures that klaus could go on and what he has been on um and i think it's just a really a really clever way to just expand uh the character and what he can do and what he can get up to um yeah you know it is just everything is just slightly down a notch from the last uh, from the last book, um, you know, I don't understand why the art was like it was in the second story, um, but in the first story, it was exactly how I wanted it and I loved it. It was just clean and everything was just really nice. Um, yeah, overall, really fun story. Um, I'm really glad I read it and I cannot wait to read the next one in two weeks because everyone's going <laughs> to vote for it. And um, I think. Uh, <sighs> I'm going to, um, no, I'm going to stick with my guns. I've had this thought in my head all day. It's an eight. That's what I'm having. Nice. Um, so 
with uh, the viewer's choice. So we had a 6, a 7 and a 7.5. They average out to 6.8. Adding that onto Shane's 3, <laughs> Phil's 7.5 and my 8, we get the grand total of 6.3. So let's take a look at where it is on the leaderboard. It's, at least it's not last. So there it is. Um, it is It is now seventh place between Kaiju Score and Deadpool Secret Invasion. And 6.3. So basically, Shane, you actually really did like Slayer better than this. That, it, I, I actually did enjoy Slayer more than this. It was fun, made me chuckle. Like this, this didn't. This, the Klaus didn't make me chuckle or smile once. Does that make you feel warm and fuzzy inside? I wish it did. Like I honestly do, because I was so looking forward to it. Hand on heart, I wish I could have scored this higher. I wish I enjoyed it, because I wanted to enjoy it. I was ready to enjoy it. 100% ready to just smash this out and be like, wow, just as good as Volume 1. Can't wait for Volume 3. And then I read it. And now I'm really <laughs> disappointed, and I don't want to read Volume 3. Blue Sonic is disappointed with that emoji there. I'm disappointed. Um, so yeah, there we go. So that was Klaus, the new adventures of Santa Claus. Not Superman. New adventures of Santa <laughs> Claus um, by Grant Morrison and Dan Mora. Uh, shall we go ahead and see what we got coming up next week? I don't think I yes. care anymore. I think I just... All right, well, let's have a look anyway. Here we go. So that's what we'll be reading next week, and that is Philip's Choice. Bite sized is his choice, and uh, it looks like a little fun book. Should be quite good. <laughs> Who knows anymore? What's <laughs> fun these days? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we won't do Christmas month next next year. Um, but uh, but guys, do remember that next week we will need you to vote for Herd's Choice, and we're really hoping that you stick with a Christmas theme uh, to kind of keep in the Christmas month. You don't have to. Uh, obviously it is whatever you want uh, but uh, yeah you can choose anything you want but we would like it to be Christmas related uh, yeah I mean if, if you want to pick like a slasher horror book the week before Christmas that just, that just shows us <laughs> three all days know before you. Christmas yeah. <laughs> that's when we'll be talking about it um, but yes so uh, so yeah that's it from us um, does anyone want to give an update on their channel what's coming up Jane uh, my quiz is still live with a viewer competition, Dawn of Comics Quiz Night 14. If you head over, you can enter the viewer competition. That's still live for two more weeks. Great. But yeah, Dawn of Comics Quiz Night. Sweet. Philip? No? Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing there. Nothing. <laughs> um, and like I've been saying for the last few weeks myself, I recorded a whole video the other day. Um, it's probably the the most I've ever bought. It was a huge stack. It was like it literally filled the screen, probably like here. It was massive, um, full of singles, uh, paperbacks, hardbacks, and pops as well. So if any of that interests you, do go ahead to my channel, Scott Shelf, and have a look at that. Um, but um, I think now um, it is time for us to get the um, 
I think my saddest wave out ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a big F you we have the scene. Do you want? I don't care. Here's my wave. Uh, bye, everyone. Thank you for joining, and we will see you next week. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs>